What's up, y'all? It's your girl, KB. Rafna here. We are so thankful that you're tuning in with us. We appreciate your listen. Um, make sure that you go ahead and check out the previous episodes um, and last week's episode where we talked about passion over paycheck, along with the OG episodes, which are the first five episodes on the podcast where we kind of lay the foundation for what heart combos are and uh, what we hope to create here uh, on this platform. So, yeah. So this week, past week, we had Valentine's Day. How was that for you, Raffiné? I went to work. That's how it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was it? Yes. I bought some candy for my client. I went to work. I went to rehearsal. That's it. It was a regular, it was just thirsty. That's what it was, thirsty. Okay. You feel some kind of way about Valentine's I Day? I don't. You know, I considered sending myself some roses at work. Um, And I knew my coworkers would Why? be like, oh, <laughs> flowers. And they'll be like, me. um but i didn't because roses are so expensive but the reason i you said why was i going to do that because i enjoy flowers and i have not like i you know people don't buy you flowers on the regular i think the last time i got a bunch of flowers was maybe two years ago for my birthday one of my friends sent me some. Mm. Also, the way my allergies are set up, my body doesn't really like flowers. So there has ah. to be this mm-hmm. sporadic occasion to get some flowers. But it's a good day. I'm not a big fan of Valentine's Day. I, I think it's over-commercialized. So even in a relationship, I'm like, tell me on May 19th that you love me. Like, why we got to do it on this day? So. <laughs> May 19th doesn't mean anything. It's just a random day I pulled out of my head. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Listen, I agree. I'm not a big, big Valentine's Day fan either, mainly because my love language is gifts. And so if you only, like, showering me me with gifts on Valentine's Day, listen, we're going to have a problem. (laughs) So I am in agreement in the sense that I think people should be intentional all year long. Yeah. Um, But people aren't. And then they try to be all extra on Valentine's Day. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I'm straight. So my husband already knows that he he did get me a card and, and gave me a little bit of a gift card and that kind of thing. I bought him this little cluster of um or this bag of of nut cluster things that he likes or whatever. But for real, for real, we don't we don't go in just because we try to we try to maintain a a level of intimacy and intentionality all Listen, year long. You've so. been I had a baby in November. That's what you usually have around uh, Valentine's <laughs> Day too. You get all them November babies Listen. like it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Boot up. Boot up. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, I hope that the, the listeners enjoyed the, the day. If if you really do enjoy Valentine's Day and, and had an opportunity to celebrate, I hope that it was everything you hoped it would be and that you feel all the more in love with either yourself or your boo or your, your spouse or whatever. <laughs> and so, yeah, I will say this though. If you got nothing for Valentine's Day, you missed it because I was giving away a free gift. You missed I was. it. I was giving away uh, a mixtape that I actually did several Valentine's Day ago. And I legit like ran across it the other week was like this joint right here still still hits. So this is what I'm about to do. I'm about to make this available for people as a free download. And so it's about 35, 40 minutes uh, of goodness. If you like R&B, so that kind of stuff, you just listen, hit me up on IG, send me a DM. I will give you the link 
And uh, you can have that as a late Valentine's Day gift <laughs> because it will put you in a mood. It'll put you in a great mood. You'll feel good. You're going to listen to some classics, some Delphonics, some Frankie Beverly, some Mary J. Blige, some Beyonce, some McCray. It's going to be a little bit of everything. So if you want that, you can hit me up and have that as, as my gift to you. But then not only that, this weekend, drumroll please. Yes. Listen, the Conversation Starters Collection is re-releasing its first three items, which is a huge deal because, first of all, if, you, if you're not aware, Heart Combos has this thing called Conversation Starters, which essentially is a merchandise line where we create uh, physical clothing products for people to wear that start conversations. And so the first item we did was a No Trash Friends hoodie. And then we followed up with an Honesty tee. And then at the top of the year, we launched the Talk About It crew. And so every month I release one item and one item only, and it does not come back on sale. Well, so many people, I think within the past month of just really learning about the platform have asked like, man, where can I get that hoodie? Where can I get that tea? And I'm like, yeah, we're not really doing that anymore. We're moving on to the next thing. <laughs> and so uh, what I did in the name of Valentine's Day in this special um, weekend, I went ahead and relaunched the first three items. So if you're listening to this on Sunday, the 17th, then you still have an opportunity to go grab one of those three items or all three of those items, however you, I mean, get it how you live, <laughs> um, at the Heart Combos slash Valentine's Day bundle sale. It's a lot of words. But again, you can find those links either in my IG um, or on Facebook. Yeah, there's a post and you should be able to find that stuff. So if you're interested in that, do it. If not, check it out next month because every month we release a new item. So anyway, let's get into the conversation today. Today, we are talking about introverts and extroverts. Mm. So, yes, introverts and extroverts, what we're talking about today. So there's this common misconception that introverts means that you're shy and very quiet. And extroverts means that you are fired up and loud and boisterous. And mm. that is not really what we're talking about when we're talking about introverts versus extroverts. So there's this company, so Myers-Briggs, that's Myers with an S and Briggs, uh, came up with this personality type inventory where you can take. And one of the components of personality that they talk about is introvert versus extrovert. And so... What they focus on when we're talking about this is where do you put your attention and where do you get your energy? So extroverts, they would say they like to spend time in the outer world of people and things. And introverts like to spend their time in the inner world of ideas and images. So more internal extroverts, more external external, I'm sorry, outer world. So, mm -hmm. um, we, do you understand that? You think that's enough definition? Should I tell them a little more? Yeah, I thought, I thought that was I good. got that from the Myers-Briggs website. That is not me. Okay. So myersbriggs.org is wonderful. No, I thought it was good. <laughs> oh, you, oh, can you elaborate a little more on the whole, like where you get your energy from piece? Because I think one of the big misconceptions that there are about introverts is that they don't like people. Okay. So not accurate. 
Um, it's more about when we're talking about where you get your energy from, we're talking about how do you like to recharge? Where do you draw energy from? Do you draw energy from being more by yourself or in smaller settings like one or two people? Or do you draw your Mm -hmm. energy from being around larger crowds and um, being able to connect with more people? So Mm -hmm. with yourself or one or two people, that's going to err on the side of being introverted. With a lot of people, larger crowds, that's extroverts. So oftentimes what happens is when you find yourself in the environment where you don't get your energy, you feel exhausted or zapped or like something is still missing. So the extrovert in a large crowd and with a bunch of people, they're going to feel exhausted, tired, over it, ready to go home. So not the extrovert, the introvert. Did I say the extrovert? Mm-hmm. Yes, I meant the introvert. So the introvert is your friend that you like. It's Friday night. If you're the extrovert, you like, it's Friday night. Let's go out. We're going to the party. The introvert's like, how long are we going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> Not just that. They want to know details. They like, where are we going? Who else is going to be there? How long do you intend to be there? Um, do we drive together or separate? They want the freedom to be able to leave when they're ready to go. But the point of the introvert is that they want to know how long we're going to be there because the thought of being around a lot of people is probably like, I'm not that fired up about that. So I need to know how long I'm going to have to endure this time. Um, Versus, okay, if you're extroverted, your introvert calls you, your introvert friend calls you, it's Friday night, they like, hey, you want to come over to the house and like, order pizza and watch a movie and the extrovert like cool who gonna be there and so like the introvert's like me i'm gonna be there first first question <laughs> first question oh yeah who's coming <laughs> who else, just me who else we just gonna have one-on-one Listen, time <laughs> y'all could probably already guess between raffin and myself <laughs> who is int- introverted and who is extroverted <laughs> if you don't know let me spell it out very plainly i kb am very much incredibly so extrovert <laughs> extrovert super extrovert oh i love me an outer world and i love me some people My not goodness. that introverts don't love people but i like a lot of people at all times and i like people <laughs> oh. in small doses exactly um so yeah I, I definitely get a lot of my energy from from being with people which is why i was like i need a co-host ASAP. There's absolutely no way that I can do a podcast by myself out here talking to walls and stuff. No, not gonna work. You, but anyway, you could do it. <laughs> yeah, I did do it, and it. No, I did not like. I don't like that. <laughs> I did not like that. Not at all. And so this is far, far better uh, for me. But we did a poll uh, this past week where we asked several introverts several extroverts and i actually learned of this new category that's kind of in the middle i guess you can you can kind of be in the middle called the ambivert um yeah that's a whole new thing i'll let raffinay elaborate on that so amber here's the thing about introverts and extroverts no one is pure 100 all introvert and no extrovert and vice versa no i am no, i am i am pure not pure out here myers briggs no mix no mix briggs no no mix mix briggs <laughs> myers briggs would say <laughs> that all of us have some extroversion in us and some introversion in us 
oftentimes what we see, though, is people swing more to one side than the other. You do have your people that are kind of an even mix. So I am an introvert. I can have extroverted tendencies, but I am much closer to the introverted side and KB would be the opposite. So this ambivert idea is something that is new-ish. Myers-Briggs does not actually classify ambivert. I'm not really sure where ambivert originated from, but what the ambivert basically says is that I'm a mix of the both. I'm, I'm a mix of the two. I am a hybrid. There are moments in time when I'm like, yes, I want to be with all the people, and there are other times when I'm like, ooh, I need to be by myself. Um, and Myers-Briggs would say that Everybody needs that at some point, regardless of what side you swing on. Um, but the ambivert they're saying is kind of an, an even mix versus introverts might be like 80-20, 90-10 um, to the introversion side. So in our poll, um, I'm looking at these results and it's interesting to see how many consistencies there are across the board. So the introverts, absolutely. the introverts, most of them said, one of the questions was, would you rather hang out in a group setting or with one or two people and why? And a lot of the introverts talked about one or two people because they just prefer more intimate. It's easier to have deeper connections or conversations. It's easier to read people. They're able to give their full attention. They feel more involved. Um, they can just kind of sit and be, don't have to do so much entertaining, which for an introvert could be incredibly exhausting to have to feel as if you've got to entertain or quote unquote be on for people. Um, on the other side of that, we see our extroverts are like, I like hanging out in group settings. You know, I also like intimate <laughs> conversations, but I want to be with the crowds. You know, it's more variety, more people to engage with. A um, lot of different perspectives that people bring to the table. So you can mm -hmm. see the opposite side of that happening there. Um, one of the questions I, I really like that we asked was, in a room full of strangers, you would blank. Introverts, literally across the <laughs> board. I'm going to be holding up the wall. I'm going to be on my cell phone. I'm going to uh, be in a corner. I may find one person that I can talk to. If there's someone that I know there, I'll go talk to them. Or I'm going to just be on my own until somebody <coughs> initiates with me. So not going out, not really seeking to be the initiator. Because mm -hmm. in a room full of strangers, that's probably overwhelming. Like, and I can relate to that. In a room full of strangers, I was telling someone that I sent the survey to. I was like, listen, in a room full of strangers, I am holding up this wall as if I am the strongest support beam. Okay? Like, this wall is not coming down <laughs> because I got it. <laughs> I mean that thing. <laughs> That's funny because across the board, every single extrovert said, I'm going to, it says, in a room full of strangers, you would. And every single one of us said, introduce myself <laughs> and start a conversation like what would you be in a room full of strangers else to do other than to meet each other like it doesn't even make no sense that you would just all be in there not talking <laughs> like what what it doesn't even make any sense oh um, across the board the exact for the the first statement introduce myself yep <laughs> like start a conversation that's awesome 
and then get to get to know other people. Listen, so funny, so funny. Well, I, the one of the questions that I loved on the survey was, "What kind of job would stress you out or bring you the least amount of satisfaction?" Okay. I, okay. So extroverts, <clears throat> we say a job with no structure or a desk job or a job that limits my interactions with others. <laughs> like if there is a certain percentage of like interaction, like lack of interaction regard, like regarding the job, we're we not interested like at all. Like we need, we need jobs that require us to engage people on some level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just, yeah, it just has to happen. And and what's funny is I had never thought about it, but when I think about the few jobs, I mean, all of the jobs that I have had, even when we were talking last week, they all had to do with people, all of them, and me like talking to them and engaging them and having to use my personality in some way to serve them. Like every single job I've ever had, except for the few weeks that I did this internship in college, and I was like, I'm not here for this. So... I just think that's hilarious. What's also interesting, though, is that introverts said similar things. Like, they don't want to be at boring desk jobs either. Um, So, I mean, who wants to work a boring job? (laughs) Maybe that's just in general terms. People don't want to work boring jobs. But one of the... Well, I don't think... Well, hold on. Let me just... For clarity's sake, I'm not saying that anybody wants to work a boring job as much as all of the extroverts across the board were like, we don't want jobs that limit our interaction with people. So just concluding that desk jobs keep you from being able to engage others because you're behind the desk, maybe, maybe doing more administrative work potentially. I'm not saying every job, again, I don't want to be speaking extremes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so I'm, I don't want to conclude that introverts enjoy boring jobs, but jobs that don't got no spice to them or nothing like that. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, introvert answers on this one were kind of mixed. So there were some that said, you know, jobs where I don't feel heard or listened to. Um, mm-hmm. Also, we got jobs where I'm not sure of what the objective is. So maybe jobs that don't seem to have clarity about like, this is what we're working towards. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I said, the desk job, I saw that one. Also a warehouse or a factory that. I don't know um, if that's exclusive to introverts, but I thought that was an interesting one that was on there too. Someone that is introverted said they would not like a job that they don't regularly engage with people um, that would not give them satisfaction. And so I think this is a good indication that introverts are not like anti-people. Like there's probably a level of still wanting to engage. It is probably a different type of engagement though than the extrovert is looking mm-hmm. for. So mm-hmm. I know for me, I enjoy being able to engage with my coworkers, but at some point throughout my day, I put in my headphones and I tune all of them out because I have work to do and I'm done talking to y'all and it doesn't equal. I don't like them or I don't enjoy them. I do when I'm ready to talk to them. I'm like, okay, now I won't talk to y'all. But there are some times in the day where I'm like, I'm tired of talking to y'all. And we sit in like a big bullpen. So it's always people around me. And but I can say with confidence, I have enjoyed having jobs where I have an office where I can go and like close up and be by myself, but also know that there are people available if I do want to interact with them versus Mm -hmm. like it's always people around like, all right, like let's go have some separate time. 
No, that's good. It's good to see the variety amongst the introverts. And I think that's even to be noted, too, that all of the introverts had a, ver- a larger variety of answers. And really, for a majority of the extroverts, we just wanted to be interacting <laughs> with other people. <laughs> so that was literally interaction is like almost in every answer. So uh, I think that that's interesting. And even uh, with ambiverts, <clears throat> I think uh, there's a little bit of variety, too, you know, and so. I think it speaks more than just to do you engage, you know, the outside world or this inner world, but really maybe leading more into like your giftings, you know, in regard to like your strengths. Like if you have certain strengths, right, Um, certain gifts that require you uh, to engage other people or maybe come to the surface, you know, a lot in a bolder way, you know, as a result of interaction with other people that I can obviously see you wanting to have a, a job that, that flows in that way. So maybe that ties more into like passion and all that kind of stuff instead, instead of exclusively kind of being about your introversion and extroversion. Mm-hmm. One of the other questions we asked people was, are most of your friends introverts, extroverts, or a good mix? So, introverts and ambiverts most of them said that they were a good mix i would say as an introvert i believe that my friends are a good mix because i value having other people that understand like i just don't want to be around a lot of people all the time and so we can get together and be in the same room and be doing the same thing or be doing different things but we still we enjoy each other it's like introverts Mm -hmm. unite Kind of, is what we like to say. (laughs) Introverts unite. Uh, Hashtag kind of. Because we're, most introverts are not really uniting. Like, not like extroverts are. Um, But the extroverts, we had a good mix. But then several extroverts said most of their friends were introverts. Which I think is really Mm -hmm. interesting. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, how do you balance that? having friends that are the opposite. Maybe we can talk about what that's looked like in our relationship or other relationships that we're in. Um, But being friends with people that are not the same personality type as you, do you find that that's difficult for you or you like it? What do you think? I don't know. As a hardcore extrovert, I have just noticed not just in this most recent season, but for the majority of my adult life, I attract introverts. I don't know what that is. When I find me a good extrovert, oh, fired up. <laughs> so fired up. Because the people who are closest to me are all introverted. And I haven't thought too deeply about why that is um, or what about me, you know, draws them <laughs> um, potentially. Or maybe why I'm, maybe I'm attracted to introverts. Mm. I don't know. You know, like I, ha- I have no idea. But... <laughs> I'm telling you, majority of my friends uh, have been introverted. And I just think that that's so interesting. Whereas in a lot of our poll and survey, almost everybody said a good mix. Uh, But specifically with the extroverts, introvert was the answer. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, yeah, I don't don't know. I don't know. But I, I have noticed that pattern in my life. Yeah, I... As an introvert, I enjoy having the mix, like I said. But I think what I notice about my friends that are extroverts, when I am feeling that, 
then it's easy to call my extroverted friends because my introverted friend probably gonna be like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> and so it's like, oh, call somebody that is, enjoys this and will be so fired up that like you want to go out and be with a lot of people. Let me call everyone I know because this probably will not happen for another quarter of the year. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we've got to maximize on the opportunity uh, when it happens. And for me, I, I. I have to prepare myself to be in large groups. So I like to host parties. Hospitality is one of my gifts. But if I'm going to host a party, I have to plan this party out like probably a couple months. I'm like, okay, on this day, I'm going to host a party. And leading mm-hmm. up to the party, I have to prepare myself like, hey, remember, you said you're going to host a party and you've already sent out the invitation. So people are going to be coming. And then mm-hmm. in the weeks leading up to the party, I have to be by myself because I know that this party is literally going to zap all of my energy. (laughs) I'm so serious. It is going to deplete the heck out of me. I'm going to enjoy it. But as soon as everyone is out of my home or wherever it is that we're kicking it, I need three days to to recuperate from that. I need three days of no no one just raffinate. Listen, (laughs) this is is what's crazy. (laughs) Most of the introverts I know throw the most incredible <laughs> gatherings. I'm serious. They know how to throw a good, like they know how to get down. You tell them, you, and, and have thought through every single detail, <laughs> like for, for how it's going to go, what time it should start, yeah. what kind of food we should have there, who we're going to invite, what the balance of people are going to be, what's going to complement the best, like all those, all those details, they've thought about that. And, they, and the experience is always so great. But it's always so controlled, <laughs> right? It's meant to end at a certain Correct. time. Y'all got to go. Everybody will, everybody will know that it's over and that they need to transition. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's so funny. Whereas extroverts, like my husband and I, are both high end extroverts. We legit the other day <laughs> for Valentine's Day was like, you know what we should do? This is like at five o'clock in the evening on Valentine's Day. He was like Thursday on Valentine's okay. Day. Yes, he was like. Hey, we should have a uh, car and the kids over and invite a couple of uh, friends they or whatever. Don't know who car is? Uh, my sister. So uh, we should invite your, invite your sister over with with her kids and then invite a couple of other people that we know. Uh, yeah, let's just have a whole a whole bunch of people to the house and I'm gonna make breakfast. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, we're gonna at make breakfast o'clock. for everybody at, at this at five <laughs> o'clock. He needed to go to the store still. I was like, have you heard back from any people? Like, just, and listen, seven o'clock. People showed up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> For real. And we made it happen. <laughs> we cooked and we 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 hung out and it was a good time. But we didn't need to do all that planning. And we were fine with people staying as long as they wanted to stay. Like it was just because we get energy from that. Which leads me to the, the last question that I think we should go through from the survey, which is the how do you recharge after a long day at work? I love this question because it implies that if it was a long day at work, that you are drained to some degree. Right. Um, and you're looking for like refreshing something that is like going to refresh you, going to fill you, going to give you life. Right. To recharge after whatever that long day was. And the 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 it makes sense that after a long day of work, a person might want to rest physically, like take a nap or do something like low energy doesn't require a lot of mental capacity or Whatever, veg out, right? People do that. <laughs> I'm like people because I don't. <laughs> so like pe- people do that. They just like check out, right? But it's so interesting to me that for, you know, some of the extroverts, 
their response is one, they don't. <laughs> so how do you recharge after long day of work? Like I don't, which I for sure relate to because I feel like I'm always going a million miles a minute. Um, but I know for an answer for me, it's like I want literally to be where people are. And maybe I can check out in a certain way, like in large groups, but it's something about, I don't want to be alone. That's all I know is that when I have been the most depleted and I'm looking to be filled, I want to go where people are. And they, so if they're people that I love, that's always a plus. But if they're complete strangers, that also would fill me and like bring me so much, much life. What do you think about that as an introvert? That sounds more exhausting. That sounds like I'm going to need <laughs> six days of no people. <laughs> if I just got off work and I'm tired and I'm going to go be around some more people? No. I'm, when am I going to re... I'm not going to be recharged. No. But you can you can be with people and recharge, though. Not me. That's, that's, that is never charging. That's like saying... Here's the analogy. It's like saying, hey, your cell phone is about to die, but the only charger I have is for uh, this Bluetooth speaker. So plug it up and maybe it's going to work. The Bluetooth speaker charger is not going to charge my phone up. So me going to hang out with a bunch of people is not going to recharge me. I'm I'm still my battery is going to continue to deplete even more. <laughs> Let me tell y'all what these introverts said. So you can catch the stark contrast. I'm actually going to read some of them. Spend time with my significant other. Although, this isn't a good way to recharge. (laughs) I try to space out through TV and social media. To recharge, I sleep, watch TV, read a book, all individual activities. What does that feel like? (laughs) I guess I like to curl up on the couch and relax. Watch TV or read. Relax in quiet. Be alone. Play video games. Make something creative. I come home and I get something to drink and work on a puzzle. Sounds like a solo activity. (laughs) Curl up on the couch with a blanket and something warm to drink. Watch TV or talk and cuddle with my spouse. You ain't trying to be with a bunch of people. Be by yourself or with one other person. That's it. Why? Why is everybody re- napping so much? Because that's how you re- that's how you get your energy back up. As an introvert, <laughs> as an in- as an introvert, I recharge by myself or in very very small settings, like with one other person, maybe two. No, I get that. I'm talking about all of this napping. Napping is a blessing from the Lord. I have the ministry of sleep. I, I can take a nap. Most of the introverts that I know are on a nap Listen. ministry. They just be sleep. I'm like, I, it has never occurred to me in my adult life to take a nap. Let me tell you this. <laughs> like, listen, it, I, I don't. It's like you work. And then when you're not working, you're being productive. And when you're not being productive, you work. Napping is productivity. <laughs> napping e- equals productivity for an introvert. Like, that can be some of the most replenishing time for you. Especially if you had to give of yourself and you feel a little zap, get a little nap, close your eyes, wake up a new person. You hear me? New. Okay. All right. Well, I see that. I see. I see its necessity in the lives of introverts. I really, really do. What about these ambiverts? Ambiverts. I'm seeing. Uh, looks like Netflix, 
taking a bath, reading a book, doing something creative, uh, going to a good function. So that would be more on the extrovert side. Doing something mm-hmm. creative, watching movies, getting food. Mix. Okay, mix. Mm-hmm. So as we've think as we've thought about all of these things, right, and, and kind of just highlighted some of these things. Now this is not an exhaustive study of introverts and extroverts. So if you had expectations for us to get into scientific stuff and go deep with it, um, I apologize because we did not do that. However, I think it's important to be able to identify these themes and maybe some of the motivations behind them mm-hmm. um, as you're doing relationships with people in your community. I just feel like it's helpful to know these things about people so that you can love them well, you know, in the way that you engage and interact with them. And so I think that that would lead me to what would be the best way to kind of love an introvert or love an extrovert if you're in relationship with them. So before we go there, I would like to just kind of throw out some statements from the Myers-Briggs website that might help people to identify, am I more introverted or am I more extroverted? Because some people may be like, I'm not really sure where I fall. So Myers-Briggs says uh, for extroversion, the following statements might generally apply to you. I am seen as outgoing or as a people person. I feel comfortable in groups and I like working in them. I have a wide range of friends and know lots of people. I sometimes jump too quickly into an activity and don't allow enough time to think it over. And before I start a project, I sometimes forget to stop and get clear on what I want to do and why. Now, this is not an all exhaustive list, but it may be some things like, oh, that I think those apply more to me. On the introversion side, they say I'm seen as reflective or reserved. I feel comfortable being alone and like things I can do on my own. I prefer to know just a few people well. I sometimes spend too much time reflecting and don't move into action quickly enough. And I sometimes forget to check with the outside world to see if my ideas really fit the experience. Hmm. Now, Myers-Briggs is an assessment that you can take. It's not a free assessment. I will tell you all that. So it's like a $50 assessment to take online. They have some um, shorter versions online where... They can kind of help you explore and figure out what your type is. But the formalized like Myers-Briggs type indicator personality test is about 50 bucks. And it's, like I said, available online if you'd like to explore that a little more. So Raffinate sent a link earlier uh, this week to me and I thought it was really cool. And it's a pretty much a breakdown for some suggestions for how to care for introverts and how to care for extroverts. So Let's go through each one of those. You do the introverts and I'll do the extroverts. You go first. So caring for introverts. These are 12 tips that they give. And this is from a a website called fastcompany.com. So if you'd like to look it up, we'll put the link out there too so that it's available if you'd like to see it. So it says, first, respect their need for privacy. Never embarrass them in public. Let them observe first in new situations. Give them time to think. Don't demand instant answers. Amen. Listen, listen, I do that a lot. A source of tension in our relationship. (laughs) Yes, I'm sorry. Um, Don't interrupt them. I do that too. (laughs) Give. (laughs) 
I just did that. It's okay. Give them advance notice of expected changes in their lives. Give them 15-minute warnings to finish whatever they're doing. Reprimand them privately. Teach them new skills privately. Enable them to find one best friend who has similar interests and abilities. Don't push them to make lots of friends and respect their introversion. Don't try to remake them into extroverts. And I can relate to a lot of these things on this list. Um, I think some of these things like about doing things in private versus doing things in public are just connected to that preference for more one-on-one connection and not Mm -hmm. really trying to be in this large crowd because the large crowd can be overwhelming. So if you're trying to correct me, um, doing that in the context of a large crowd, it's already overwhelming being a large crowd, but then it's going to be embarrassing and like, uh, I don't, I may not really be receptive to what it is that you're saying because I'm concerned about the fact that I'm overwhelmed in this environment. Um, And then I think the don't interrupt them and like giving them time to think and not demanding instant answers. Some of that I think is just for me connected with being more of a processor. I need more time to think because I'm more internal. So I am very um, strategic, I guess is the word I will use, or careful with my words and I want to think about things and I don't want to just act too quickly or jump to stuff. So I need some time to like think and process and the freedom to be able to do that. And I love number 12, like respect their introversion and don't try to make them extroverts. That is one of the most annoying things ever. Like we can be in relationship and I don't have to get my energy or recharge in the same way that an extrovert does, but that can be okay. Like we can figure out how in the context of our relationships, we can both compromise that sometimes to do what you want to do sometimes, but also to do what I want to do. Because as an introvert that is best friends with an extrovert, there are some times when it's like, we got to go out and we going to go party and or we going to go be with a whole lot of people. And that might not be my ideal night uh, uh, or idea of a fun night, but because I care about my friend and I want to spend time with them and enjoy them, I will expose myself to those kind of environments that wouldn't naturally be the first environments that I would choose to go out to. Mm, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, I've, I've, I've definitely not cared for you well over the years. It's a work However, in progress. All right. I'm growing. I'm growing. <laughs> out here trying to grow. So... All right. So this one talks about how to care for extroverts. There are 10 tips. Here they are. One, respect their independence. Compliment them in the company of others. Accept and encourage their enthusiasm. Struggle. Uh, Right. Um, (laughs) Allow them to explore and talk things out. Thoughtfully surprise them. Mm -hmm. Understand when they are busy. Let them dive right in. Offer them options. Oh, my gosh. Make physical and verbal gestures of affection. Let them shine. Then I can get the glory. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, 
I mean, I yes, a lot of these I'm like absolutely. Um, the independence thing is is a good thing. See, I, I feel like sometimes extroverts can get a bad rap, and so the fact that we are willing to be very independent, um, we're super enthusiastic. We're verbal processors. Um, we do a lot and are often perceived as doing the most uh, sometimes, and and I think that that can sometimes be looked down upon. Um, so like similar, similar to how, you know, introverts don't want to be made into extroverts. Extroverts don't always want to be told to be more tame. You know, I think it's like, um, you're, you're doing life too fast. You're, you're, you're too busy. You got too much going on. And I think that's just a part of kind of our energy and how we, you know, approach the world. You know, we're always kind of running towards the outer world things, right. Activities, people, um, and so I think that's just to be noted that it's not a bad thing. It's really a part of who we are. Um, and that has nothing to do with any other part of your makeup. That's just straight up extroversion, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, I think the allow them to explore and talk things out. Um, we are constantly trying to figure things out. And introverts, I think, do this, you know, introspectively. They think before they speak. They process things deeply. They use like write them down, analyze them, and then give you a very processed thought. <laughs> extroverts, we always running at the mouth, probably uh, verbally processing <laughs> stuff. I'm not saying all extroverts are verbal processors, but I know for me, I am a verbal processor, and so I I talk a lot and use a lot of words. Most of them have no meaning, but then I finally get to <laughs> <laughs> I finally get to, and y'all know listening to this podcast, um, but I finally get to what I want to say, and I'm like, yep, that was it. And so I think being in relationship with people who give us space to do that, don't make us feel bad about doing that. Don't critique us about doing that is always helpful. Um, I like the offer them options one because usually (laughs) introverts have already thought through all their options. And so then when they make a suggestion, it's like, thought through it this is what it is where we landed and so by the time we get it we like is this it is it is, is this the, is <laughs> this, what else <laughs> what else <laughs> right? and you, it is like there is nothing else this is the this is the the right answer <laughs> this is the, the plan <laughs> and i'm like okay so that's hard sometimes for us to make to be made to feel like you just have to go along that you have no input in it there's nothing off where you're just kind of like left with this this particular scenario which doesn't this might not be bad but I think we just enjoy having the option of doing multiple things because we want to do multiple things. Um, so those are a few that stuck out for me. I think similar to love languages too, the way that I want to be cared for as an introvert is oftentimes how I care for other people. And that mm-hmm. may not translate if they are not an introvert. Like as I'm looking at this list of things that, you know, you were reading about introverts, like compliment them in the company of others. I'm probably not going to do that. Like I'm going to compliment you and tell you how well I think you're doing one-on-one or through a written note. It's not going to be out for the public because that makes me maybe uncomfortable or that's not my natural bend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, any final thoughts on the matter? I would say be okay with wherever you find yourself leaning towards. It is not a right or wrong thing. I think it's really more about increasing your awareness about 
what it is that gives you energy and how you recharge and sharing that with people in your space and y'all figuring that thing out. Like it's okay to be introverted. It's okay to be extroverted. It's okay to be a mix of the two and be like an ambivert. And we don't have to try to change one another, but we can encourage that and play to one another's strengths and also compromise in the context of relationships. Absolutely. And I would say maybe an action point this week, um, ask the people that you do life with, hey, do you feel like you're more introverted or extroverted? Make sure there's a clear understanding for what each of them are and just ask and allow that to, again, give you insight for what it looks like to walk alongside people well in intentional community and friendship. Um, Because these things should not divide us or pull us apart. They should grow us together. They should increase our value for one another. So anyway, have the conversation this week about introversion and extroversion, and then let us know what you come up with. We don't have an email yet, but you can always send us a message either on Instagram or Facebook. Um, Facebook heart combos, Instagram heart underscore combos. So until next episode, we appreciate you guys listening. Just remember, it's not a hard conversation, y'all. It's a heart conversation. Peace. Hello.